This is episode 5 of English VoiceOver in Asia. I am your host, Yui Haruhara, and today's guest is another from Japan, Charles Glover. Like Eric Kelso from a few episodes ago, Charles also does a lot of work for NHK, and this ties into my story of getting in touch with him. This story goes back to January 15th, 2022. An underwater volcano erupted in the Tonga Archipelago and triggered a massive tsunami that was on its way to Japan. I have a lot of friends in Japan and wanted to make sure they were okay. I kept up by watching NHK World. During one of the in-between segments, there was an ancient story being narrated in English. I checked the credits to see who narrated the segment. A man named Charles Glover. I recognized his name but couldn't remember where. I looked up Charles and saw that he was in Mega Man ZX Advent. For those who don't know, I am a huge Mega Man fan. Not only that, but he was also in Pokken Tournament and the Detective Conan anime, plus two of the films. He's one of the few people that could say he's spoken both Japanese and English in the series. He spoke Japanese in the anime, but in the films The Fist of Blue Sapphire and The Scarlet Bullet, he voiced characters that speak in English, although those voice lines were redubbed for the American versions. Charles was a lot of fun to interview, and he had fun too. He's been excited for this to go live, as have I. You'll learn he does more than just voice acting in our interview. Without further delay, here's my interview with Charles Glover. All right, so uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Charles Glover. I'm originally from New Mexico, actually. I'm an actor and uh, voice person, I guess, voice actor. <laughs> yeah, I currently live in Tokyo, and I do work in a variety of fields. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do different stuff so that's that's why it's always kind of kind of strange to to be feel like I'm pigeonholing pigeonholing myself so yeah um why did you move to Japan oh it's kind of a long story um I'll try to give you a, a thumbnail version of it um I was an actor um in high school undergrad grad school and I got really sick of it and uh wanted something new. And I had a teacher, I went to NYU and one of my teachers was in the Peace Corps. And he, uh, he had talked about what a big influence it was on him. So I talked to him about that. And that kind of stuck in my mind. So I went into the Peace Corps. And I, uh, I was a volunteer in a place called Micronesia, which is basically between Hawaii and the Philippines. And it was a wonderful, life-changing experience. And when I finished, I wasn't quite ready to go home. I had one holiday, and I decided to go to Thailand. And I had been to Europe as a as a college kid with uh, you know no money in my pockets, just kicking around. So I had seen another other countries, but going to Thailand really opened up my eyes because it was so exotic and different and non-Western. So I wasn't quite ready to go home, and um, back to the States, I mean. And so when I finished, I heard you could get work in Japan. And I had two really good things. I had uh, training and I had uh, experience. So I came to Japan thinking I might come for a year or so. And <laughs> as they say here, at the Yuma, in, in the blink of an eye, it's more than 20 years. So that's I incredible. Yeah. Well, so you said you do a lot of different things. Uh, what other things do you do other than uh, voice work? I'm a photographer as well. Still photographer mostly. Um, oh. 
Yeah, I love to travel. Travel is probably my biggest passion. And uh, so I kind of like to mix the two together if possible. Of course, during COVID, I can't. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <sighs> yeah. That's I, just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've been, um, I finally have been making use of my being stuck at home. I've been going through cleaning out some stuff and I came across some old eight millimeter videotapes and I've been digitizing them. And oh, it's wow. good because some of them are starting to decay, but uh, it's oh good. It's good. It's good to see. Yeah, it's good to see see to see stuff and to preserve stuff. But you know, it's interesting. Memory is not what you think it is. You know, you you have this. I'll give you an example. I went to this place called Hokkaido, which is the North Island. It's kind of like the Alaska of Japan. And I have this memory of seeing this fox by the side of the road. And my memory was that these green verdant fields and this beautiful typical red fox with the white tip on, on the uh, tip on the tail well i see the video and i don't think it happened more than once it was kind of the outside of town not by a strip mall but you know there were some buildings around and it was gray and this fox was really scrawny <laughs> really, really kind of yucky looking and i thought oh my gosh memory is not what we think it is <laughs> but wow yeah, I like to, I like to um, I, I I make little videos. I make slideshows and stuff when I have time, and I haven't made one in a while. But uh, yeah, I enjoy doing that a lot. Um, I also I love to cook, and I, I you know, I'm a bit of a gardener. I've got quite a garden for someone that lives in an apartment. I, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and and, and, and as I said my regular work is working for a place called nhk it's kind of like uh bbc and pbs right. wrapped into one kind of thing <laughs> well i do that and i um i do freelance voice work i i uh, everything from uh like widgets and describing how a door opens in a car or all the way up to like the the good jobs which is like a, a voice what they call a voice logo for a corporation things like panasonic and stuff like that so and and i got back into acting about 10 years ago wonderful and i'm a different person and i like it much more than i ever did and well that's misleading i i like it but in a different way than when i was a kid um it's it's more of me instead of performing and trying to be someone else it's uh, and I like it. I'm, I'm a bit picky about what I do, meaning there, there's there's different opportunities here, like recreations of like crime stories, recreations and stuff like that. And I have zero interest in that. So, I'm, yeah, I'm a little picky about what I do. OK, so how long have you been doing work for like NHK? Oh, well, that's kind of a freelance wise, like bits and pieces, piecemeal stuff. Jeez, almost as long as I've been here. But wow. regular, regular, like going in there three times a week, uh, I guess about 10, 12 years, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. I used to live in Kyoto, actually. When I first came to Japan, I lived in uh, Kyoto, which is kind of the cultural basis of, of, of Japan in a lot of ways. It was the capital for like a thousand years. And I don't know if you know this, but Tokyo, actually, the, the proper name is To Kyoto, which means East Kyoto. Kyoto right. means capital. Yeah. 
but uh, I lived there for five years, got into radio, and then I moved to Tokyo specifically to work in radio. Radio was was my mainstay for a good 10 years, so, but the radio industry has, has pretty much died. It's, it's gone. <laughs> it's, it's there, but... It, it, it's similar. I'm not if, sure if you're old enough to know, but back before there was talk radio, there actually was like music radio is in the States, I guess, is how it's changed. But here it's suffered, but not quite as bad. There's There never were that many stations, but uh, it's, yeah, as far as foreigners and stuff, it's the, the, the work is pretty much dwindled down to almost nothing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's the way technology changes, yeah, you know, it's, it is. you've got, you know, people, they, the whole, uh, the way, uh, MP3 files and iPods, I don't like to use that word, but you know, MP3 players and stuff. Right. You know, every, you can, I, I literally, I have ripped all of the music I have. Uh, I've got like 4,000 albums. That doesn't mean I'm rich. It means I worked at a radio station, got a lot of free albums. <laughs> of course, I bought a bunch. But, but I, I ripped all of that, all of that. And it's like 230 gigabytes. And oh it can goodness. fit on a micro SD card, a tiny little memory. Thing, right. Instead of just stacks and stacks and stacks of CDs and stuff. So that is you know, absolutely that, wild you know i literally i'm walking around i can listen to within a few seconds i can find something i can listen to almost anything i want and when i first came to japan that that was not the case you know if you you had to <clears throat> cds had come out you know you had to carry a bunch of stuff you had to carry this big player but now yeah, it's a different world so i i do voice work i also do um i do video games that's that's been a, a yeah a fair uh fair amount of work yes that. i enjoy doing those those are actually quite fun to do yeah because i recognize you for buckfire from Mega Man zx advent right yeah right. me right. buckfire <laughs> <laughs> i was telling my friend who's a giant Mega Man fan that i was doing this interview it's like wow that is so cool <laughs> well this is gonna sound strange maybe but i actually was doing a voice job for again it was like a widget making thing and i don't think it had anything to do with games at all and this young lady showed up she was a foreigner and she said can i have your autograph and I said, <laughs> what but it was for a game it had nothing to do with the voice job she had played some game and was a big fan of this game i think it was elite beat angels so i don't agents or oh maybe i can't remember what it was but anyway she her boyfriend was like doing this job and she had i guess he had mentioned to her about the cast i was kind of it was, it was strange put it that way <laughs> it was a surprise that that's, that's the word surprise surprise is the word that is actually incredible yeah what is it like doing voiceover work in japan as someone who speaks english primarily i tell you what popped to mind i was still living in Kyoto and I was doing this job in Osaka and uh, there was all this description going on do this do that do this do that in Japanese and everyone speaking Japanese and suddenly I opened my mouth and say something like this is a pen it's so, so bizarre it was so bizarre then that all the the the, the instruction the the, the direction 
is in Japanese and then <laughs> I open my mouth and speak English. It's just strange in, in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I, it, it's good. Um, there are times where uh, I guess in any country, in any culture, this would happen, but I've had disagreements with people about um, contextual things, grammatical things. You'll get um, you'll get somebody who's maybe lived abroad and a Japanese person <clears throat> thinks they're like know exactly everything about English. And <laughs> let's just say this: maybe they don't. <laughs> I was doing a job one time. Um, I can't remember what it was, thankfully. <laughs> um, but it was it was it was pretty particular. And there, I oh, I wish I could remember the phrase. But it was it was something they got they got the tense it was wrong, and they had said to me, um, "Oh, but but this grammatically is correct," and I said, no, "I'm sorry, it's not," and it's very difficult to, especially if it's a client and the client is sitting there, and maybe they've paid money to come up with this copy, and for you to say this uppity foreigner is saying uh this doesn't look good or it doesn't sound good and the <clears throat> what what comes to mind was this time where um i we were locking horns and the guy said well i found it on the internet ergo it's correct oh my gosh no uh, yeah 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 no <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> well it's on the internet it's correct it was something to do with zoonotic or zoological but it was wrong. It was just wrong. And it sounded, and it was, it was wrong. And I ended up, here's the thing. I ended up, I ended up, I think I finally just gave up and said, let's just do two, two takes. We'll do the correct version and then we'll do your version. <laughs> and I'm sure they used their version. So, oh my gosh. And the I mean, thing is, 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 sorry to interrupt, but I was just going to say, the thing is, is that where do you draw the line? Because I'm, I'm not that vain that I, I don't want to sound stupid. But then again, if you've got something where you, you sound like an idiot, where you're saying something obviously grammatically incorrect, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So you know what I did? I, got, <laughs> I just thought of the two strangest things. Hitler and Adolf Hitler and aliens. And I just searched for that oh my goodness. on the internet. And sure enough, I found a picture and an article. So I have that on my phone. And I said, anytime somebody said, well, it's on the internet. And I said, well, if you look long enough and hard enough, anything is on the internet. And I show them the picture of this, this picture of, it's pretty good, actually, a picture of Hitler shaking hands with an alien. That is <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, if you look hard enough, you'll find it. So that, that but, is phenomenal but generally i mean i don't want to cast too much of a dispersion generally it's it's generally generally things are okay but the other thing i'll do is i'll say well i'll come up with a nonsensical sentence in japanese um like uh, hito de uh, ikyo ni tabete irumasu and they're like well that's nonsense oh well well would you want to say that in 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 if you were doing a Japanese narration, would you want to say that? Well, then I'm doing an English narration. You want it to be correct, don't you? But of course, you know, you can't be too forceful. But um, 
right yeah, it's difficult yeah because that was one of the sub questions of that is when you're recording do you need to make adjustments to whatever you're reading or is it good already oh um we might get in trouble for saying this but uh <laughs> thankfully i can clip stuff out uh, no 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 you can use whatever I say not quite. Um, ooh, I'm just trying to think of a percentage, and I can't think of a percentage. Um, uh, okay, I did something for NHK today, and uh, actually, it was it was fine. Last week we did three, and they were there was one mistake. But then again, they've got a guy copywriting it, and he's half Japanese and and half American, so. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of the times, let's see, I'm doing something for tomorrow for a company called Re Re Renova, and it was pretty good. Uh, it seems recently they, they get a little bit better. Sometimes um, with games, um, it's not. But like I said, the, the, the strange thing is, is if you've got a company, a client, production staff, and uh, and they trust you if you come in bull, like a bull in a china shop and trying to uh, make a bunch of changes that you know regardless of where you are and who you are that's not maybe the best way to go so it's it's important to be delicate about it and i'll say this and a lot of the time it's true i don't like to make changes but and i like to keep it as close to possible to the original as possible however this particular word. I did something, let's see, last week for a program on NHK World. Won't say which one it is, but um, there's a there, there's some people that, that they, they get a little sensitive if I come in and try to make too many changes. I've been doing it for a couple of years, but if I'm delicate about it and say, well, how about this? And recently they've gotten to the point where they'll say, okay, we'll, we'll listen to what you say. And, and if we have big issues with it will will change but no we want it the way it is but that took a couple of years <laughs> to get there i've got another thing i do it's a cooking show I'll, I'll mention this one it's a cooking show and i've been doing it for a long time thankfully and um they trust me that that, that i i'm making the program i want to make the program better uh and the changes i'm making are not to make me look good, for example, or sound good, or appear to be the smart guy, but that I'm doing it because I want to make the program better, and I, I want it to sound better. Right. Yeah, because yeah, when you get something painfully wrong, uh, yeah. that's when, like, how memes are born. <laughs> yes, exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the in the Japanese erection, this... <laughs> time yes it was a huge erection an upcoming giant erection in japan yeah just the uh, silly grammatical mistakes yeah, or yeah, which which for you and i snicker about it the japanese are like what what's the problem yeah we're just like maybe people listening there's yeah 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 japan r's and l's are yeah those are, those are always fun especially for translators when i have to do like names and stuff <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. always a blast <laughs> yeah being able to communicate with clients directly in japanese is a huge help and um especially if it's an issue of if i want to make a change or i have a suggestion if i if i say it night very nicely in japanese um makes a big difference right 
yeah, yeah. If, you, if you if you're very very nice about it yeah 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 no because yeah. the the people i generally talk to like it's mm-hmm. um i talk to people from japan uh obviously and then i talk to people from hong kong and singapore and they all kind of have the same thing where it's like when they're doing scripts like sometimes it's not the best <laughs> yeah 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 especially well that's not surprising singapore. yeah no, not surprising yeah especially singapore they would it would be an extremely rushed script right so they would right. have to on the fly fix the script kind of wow. just wow yeah um well no, that I, happens here yeah that happens here yeah it doesn't doesn't sound like it happens nearly as often i feel translation mm. stuff has really improved as more globalization has happened like you have and are, and and lest we forget that little thing called google translate i mean that's <laughs> That's nothing to sneeze at. Of course, it's not perfect, but my gosh, it saves a lot of time. It it does. It's, yeah, it is never perfect because like it'll it'll sound unnatural if oh, you're translating course. English to but, Japanese. But, but if you know enough Japanese, you can make mm, it work. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, for example, um, it gets you in the ballpark. It gets you close right. to where where and especially with something like Japanese or Chinese, where you have these characters. That I'm, I mean, I've lived here a long time. My Japanese is okay and I can read a fair amount, but sometimes it's like, I don't know how to pronounce that. I look at it on the page and I know what they're getting at, you know, it has to do with like ikiteru, which is it also can be said nama, which is to live live. It can be live, it can be uh, like uh, beer on tap, you know, <laughs> but the way it's said, I, I don't know sometimes and a lot of times japanese don't know being able to get the reading of something is google translate is 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 huge 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 i think and of course you know then you can winnow it down of course obviously people a lot of the time (laughs) i would say a lot of times sometimes i'll go in if it's a short job and like you said a rush job i'll get get a page i'm like you used Google Translate, didn't you? And you want me to read this like it's <laughs> yeah. Like, I can no, I can tell. I don't think you. <laughs> I can tell when someone's like writing Japanese and it looks like they just threw it through Google Translate or something like that. But I'm just like sure, sure. Wow, this looks really rough. But yeah, but yeah. like like you said, like if you have a general grasp on Japanese, you can make it work, and it really does help with. Sure. contacts and pronunciation and all that sure but yeah so it did that de- it has definitely helped as far as like consistency and decent translations yeah i had a, a job with the olympics last summer and oh um, wonderful that, yeah well sort of <laughs> um it was uh doing the medal ceremonies oh and i was i was doing the the french part of the medal ceremonies because IOC says it's got to be uh, English, French, and then, of course, the vernacular in the country. But I was there, and uh, I'm not a native speaker. My French is okay. Uh, but a lot of the time, I would, be, I would have to do some stuff very much on the fly. And uh, they'd change the script, and they would get something. It was a template from, from IOC. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is not right. And especially intonations or something. And I, I would have a bit of time, but it was that that saved my butt. Google Translate because I was there alone. You know, it was 
well, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but I, I I'm an Olympic nerd. I, if I took some time, I could on off the top of my head, tell you the Olympics winter Olympics locations, maybe not, but I've, I was a kid. When I was a kid, I loved the Olympics, especially when I was a kid. And I, I still do still do. And so I a real nerd. I really, really into the Olympics. So to, to do it was, was, was almost like a dream come true. I had spent money to get some tickets to a couple of events, but, but the, the reality of it and the way, yeah. the way the, and it's not so much, it's the IOC in some ways, but also it's the event people that'll come in to, uh, to run the events, you know, uh, I'll use something benign like uh beach volleyball for example they'll they'll, they'll have a, a a team from wherever come in and do the event you know the obnoxious like okay our next people are just blathering away those guys are kind of they're independent contractors and they they're different because i did two different events and and some are really really good and some are turds to be honest with you so yeah, it's 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 interesting because there's also a huge amount of people that came just to be there, and officially there were no spectators allowed. There were people watching, and they were all almost all of them were somehow collect connected, like the International Federation of uh, right. Skateboarders or whatever. <laughs> but and sorry, but they shouldn't have been here. And the the event I did, the one of the events I did, there was it was not good there was a guy from britain who never wore a mask oh never oh my gosh except when we took a photograph and this i was in a tiny little booth we were all squished into this booth and this was covid central man this was this was the worst covid had been and he was allowed in they were all allowed in with waivers that they were supposed to they were supposed to go do their job and then go home go to their places and quarantine now, this guy actually went to literally went to Okinawa between oh, wow. the Olympics and Paralympics. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, not that good. Is, that is not good. Wild. Yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> they have a saying here, Junin Toido. It's 10 people, 10 colors to each his own, you know, people yeah. do different things. But, and the guy, uh, to, to put credit where credit is due, the, the one event I did, the the coordinator was a prince. He was he was respectful. He he was he was careful. And the uh, English announcer they had brought in, he he was bless his heart. He 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 did his COVID tests religiously. He said, "Yeah," went home and stayed in his little business hotel, and which which means a tiny little narrow room every single night, and didn't do anything. And quarantined while he was here, he followed the rules, you know, but I would say the vast majority did not. That's why the, the, the COVID cases skyrocketed. Yeah. In August. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible how, how crazy it got. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, well, not good. Hopefully things will start to get better. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you're doing um, something like animation, like Detective Conan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Are yeah. other actors with you in the booth or is it just you and the staff? Um, I did, I did the first Metante Conan or Detective Conan that I did was, gosh, a long time ago, like 10 years ago. I did one of the episodes from t the TV show. Mm -hmm. 
and not to spoiler alert i was the bad guy i was yeah i was the murderer so which meant i got to do i don't know how it is now but they would have two episodes like the beginning and the end and uh we did the beginning which was the setup where you meet everybody and then the mystery okay there's been a murder oh my gosh (gasps) yeah that one let's see we did we did that one uh there was four or five of us and i think at one time there were three or four of us in there together and then when i did my confession at the end oops spoiler alert uh my (laughs) confession at the end i was alone with the director okay and uh but i have a feeling for the tv show they do it um the i I have a feeling the main people they probably do it together that's the way this studio yeah I wasn't sure if it was different for your experience or because I know generally speaking, voice actors will record together. Yeah, but for the movies, the two recent Metante Conan movies that I did, it was I was alone for sure. And I think that was because um, the English. Oh, the TV show I did all my lines were in Japanese. Yeah, the two movies I did, the my lines were in English, so I have a feeling because it was a bit of an outlier that there weren't as many. There were a couple of other actors that went in that day that also had lines in English, okay. and they were separate as well. Because I think our lines, the English, you don't have a lot of people speaking English to each other. You would have, I think, my character did talk to Conan and some of the others but uh okay yeah we did it separately so okay yeah because you're mark Iden and the fist of blue sapphire and alan mckenzie and the scarlet bullet wow. well you know your stuff yeah <laughs> well here's another thing here's nothing we talk about weird weird kismet weird stuff i <clears throat> was doing a shooting something and the the agency i was dealing with this woman was like a huge mitante conan fan and <laughs> She came up to me and said, oh, yeah, and you did, and you did, and you did uh, Ray and something, something, something. And she had watched that TV show and knew it. So, yeah. Yeah. So the, the Detective Conan fans here are serious mm-hmm. fans, serious fans. It's fans. it's like in the top 10 TV anime rankings every single week. Really? Oh, yeah. The show is absolutely huge over over in Japan. <laughs> yeah 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 here yeah 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 well it's it's popular in other parts of the world from what i understand mm-hmm. yeah 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 i did the, i did this um um did this drama blah, 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 a couple of years ago with a um with a guy named surube i don't know if you know who he is that name he's, sounds super duper familiar hold on if you saw his face you would recognize him he has a really he's, seems like he's always smiling he's got a glasses yeah if you look about you'll 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 recognize him anyway he was playing this guy named yoshida shigeru who was a prime minister right after the war second world war just a cultural note if you say the war here it means the second world war um like they'll say sengo senmai you know before the war after war it means world war ii anyway he yeah 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 it's almost a a uh bc ad kind of thing Anyway, he um, <clears throat> he played this guy, and uh, 
uh, I played MacArthur actually, Douglas MacArthur, which I still don't feel like I'm old enough to play him. But anyway, it was it was it was a great challenge, and it was a great job, meaning a great opportunity. Anyway, Sudarbhasan, he's a prince of a guy, but doesn't speak a lot of English. So we had one one scene where um, we speak English, and he worked really hard on that. And the rest of the scenes, you know, because he's the main character, and there's. Uh, say two hour drama, maybe there's 10 scenes in English. So, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot for him to memorize. So what would happen was <clears throat> we did one scene where I spoke English and he spoke English. And then the other scenes, because almost all my scenes were with him, my lines would be in English and then his lines would be in Japanese when we filmed it. Hmm. And when they, when they aired it, um, they would, uh, my lines were dubbed Oh, oh my gosh Japanese yeah so that's huh. and I knew that ahead of time but it was just kind of like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his um about, about Surbe's uh profile. you recognize him you recognize him right vaguely no? but I'm looking he voiced Gru in the Japanese version of Despicable Me really I thought that was oh I thought that was another guy huh but that's he's incredible. round face yeah, sm smile, got the round glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of a like okay. serious widow's peak going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just make sure I've got the right guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that was um, that's that's always kind of a, I mean, it's a reality of doing stuff here. Yeah. But um, uh, for example, same person in history, Yoshida Shigeru. They did, I did another thing that was for uh, like a, a network. And then I did something for NHK, which um, it was about Yoshida Shigeru as well. And Ken Watanabe, who I guess you know. Yes. Yeah. He played Yoshida Shigeru. And I played uh, a guy named Alan Dulles from Dulles Airport fame. Oh. Yeah. He was, he was actually, and I can say this for sure that i am too young to know, know him <laughs> yeah he was he, he was like a big deal i guess in the 50s he was everybody knew who he was and like, he was secretary of state and some other things but i mean they named an airport after him anyway it was it was fascinating um and i had i was lucky it was one of the luckier jobs i had because i had a lot of scenes with ken and uh ken his english is pretty good so all of his lines were in english so oh great yeah, it was an interesting to to compare and contrast. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying um when we were exchanging emails, you were talking about Conan. And mm -hmm. you mentioned there was some kind of party for one of the movies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was um the Scarlet uh Scarlet Bullet. Scarlet Bullet, yeah. It was tremendously successful here, meaning it made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And um, huge, huge, huge success. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure it was probably the studio decided to have this big, huge party in a, a big ballroom. I mean, huge ballroom in a night, very nice hotel here in Tokyo. And uh, there were, oh my gosh, I think I wrote 300. But now that I think about it, might have been closer to 500 people there. And it was just like a celebration a thank you and 
of course, a lot of execs and suits and stuff were there, but yeah. you know, they invited the cast and stuff. And oh my gosh, the food was to die for. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of snide to say, but you know, I mean, they spent a yeah, they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. And they didn't have to. It was, it was, it was to say thanks and to celebrate it, I guess, and to a bit of PR, I guess. But but it was, they didn't have to. It was just a really nice thing to do. And I got to see the director and she said, well, come on up and say something. And I was like, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> the main cast members were, were, of course, over the moon and they were, well, they were <clears throat> a little tipsy. And so they were in the mood to talk. So I, I just kind of said, uh, that's great. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, I was, I didn't, I didn't want to go at first because I didn't know what it was, but uh, because a lot of the time, well, you're kind of a, sometimes we're foreigners in Japan or, or what I call the dancing bear syndrome. We're, we're seen as these quasi exotic pets in some ways and kind of don't like that, you know, and uh, right. this was different. It was, it was completely different. It was, it was a party. Yeah. yeah it was a yeah. party. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, you're not showing people off or anything. It was just right. a party. <clears throat> yeah minor correction it's actually uh it was a uh, fist of blue sapphire making the correction ma- making the correction just from the standpoint of um scarlet bullet came out recently so that was during covid that's it so i don't want people that's like it. thinking this happened this party happened like recently and that's all right. of a sudden that's right are... this was way before yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one set i'm sorry i i get the two mixed up sometimes no i totally get it the similar yeah one set in singapore uh yeah scarlet bullet is about a maglev and a, a yeah a Sapphire, world wikipedia supporting, yeah and a world supporting event i remember that because covid was just kicking in it was march of uh, yeah. one COVID. last hurrah before yeah and yeah. Uh, they were like hey, everything's okay and i'm like uh no not really so yeah and then never then everything went to hell yeah Ugh. yeah on that, I mean, just kind of as a as a segue, what has working during the pandemic been like? Yeah, you kind of read my mind. I was just going to mention that. Um, in some ways, good. Um, overall, work has has seriously declined. Um, meaning the amount of work, the amount of offers. Overall, the amount of work has the offer, the amount of work, the amount of offers has come way down. But on the positive side. I do a fair amount of work from home. Uh, well, I mean, today uh, I was able to get my <clears throat> stuff and my recording stuff and microphone and stuff and, and uh, you know, talk to you this way instead of like a cheap little mic microphone attached to the inside of a laptop. So right. I do today. I've got something. I've got a remote recording. Actually, we did. I did a first take last night, and they'll check it, and we'll redo it if need be today. Um, I do several uh, programs, uh, substantive parts in the, in these. Uh, these are like a like a cooking show. I, I do them remotely. I record them at home. Wonderful. Uh, and that I will. I'll give credit to a man named Saito at NHK. He, he had the forethought right around the time I did that um, Scarlet Bullet Metante film or Conan film. Uh, he said, hey, it's getting scary. 
you had mentioned r- remote and I said, yeah, I can do it for sure. And <laughs> yeah. I kind of could, I learned a lot. Um, I worked in a radio station for a long time. I know, but stuff at home, I was like, eh, but I, you know, I, I got my things together and figured out how to do it at home, you know? So yeah, I, I am able to give stuff broadcast quality uh, every week from my house. And that's uh, wonderful. And here's, here's something kind of interesting. Maybe I was in a, a, a live action Hollywood film with the, uh, Nicholas Cage and I lucked really? out and had a pretty good party. Yeah, 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 pretty good part. It's called Prisoners of the Ghostland, <clears throat> and the director is a Japanese guy. Sono Shion is his name. This happened just before COVID. We wrapped in December of 2019. Last time I was in a restaurant was literally two years ago when Nick was here. He wanted. Uh, a little personal, but yeah, he wanted to go to Toy Studio, the Godzilla Studios, and mm. that was the last time I was in a restaurant inside. I mean, right? Um, but yeah, they we finished right before, and uh, I got an urgent email from them. This would have been Christmas 2020, and they said, "Yeah, we need to redub some lines, and can 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 you do it?" And you know, they're they're mixing it and doing the final edit in Hollywood, right, in California. Like, yeah, I can. And I actually, I was away from my house, but I had my little studio with me. So yeah, there's wow. some lines in the, in the final cut <laughs> that I did it by house. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 One line for sure. Cause it, it was still ran it a little long, even though I redid it a couple of times, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a plot. It was a, they changed the plot a little bit. So they needed to, oh. my character needed to, to say something a little different. I, I guess maybe they cut a scene or something, but okay. so yeah, in this, I got, I actually, I got a Blu-ray copy of it and, and uh, watched it. I was like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's there it amazing. Is. There's, there's that line I did at home, you know, when I was sitting around in my, my sweatpants and t-shirt, you know. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of what happened here is that um, I mentioned Funimation. They, pretty much had to do a crash course with everyone they sent everyone the same kind of mic and told mm. them generally how to set up a home right. studio of sorts you right. can record in a closet um people like some of the actors would record where they're recording like they, mm-hmm. they'd like have video of okay i'm in my closet i've got a blanket set up um yeah so yeah. a lot of people were recording from home and yeah. they, they did this all in a very short period of time sure so it was absolutely well, they, amazing how fast yeah the sim, similar there's a little bit similar because i guess there were other um um adr they call them i, I guess here they call it off rickle but yeah, yeah additional dialogue recording but um they had sent out this thing to a few people and said you know you can use your iphone and it was you know very basic very basic steps and you know, make sure you're in a quiet place or a closet. And I wrote him back and I said, these are the specs. Are these what you want? You want it at 48,000 like, Oh, you, oh, oh, you understand. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been around a microphone or two. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I didn't want to sound too, right. too, too arrogant, but I did learn that because this first thing, few things I used to do, um, I would just do real basic stuff on, on, um, I had a good microphone, but I, but, um, <clears throat> I think I just did like windows record voice or something. And then I 
then I realized, no, 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 no. Because I did this weekly thing on NHK. It's called Today's Close-Up. I can talk about that. And um, they were like, okay, no, these are the specs we have. It needs to be 48,000 megahertz, uh, 24. Like, okay, okay, fine. So I made sure I had the right software. And yeah, it's good. I've, I've only had a couple of things where, you know, there's been a little screech, but most of the time, um, uh, I, I'm careful, you know, and I, I don't just do it and send it. I listen and make sure everything's fine. And for some of the programs I've done, I've, you know, I've got a lot of the stuff. I've got eight seconds, not nine, not six, eight. And that's, you know, that's the way they want it. So most of the time it's okay, but you know, I'll have to redo it. But once, once, you know, once I get going and, and get it set up and in the mood, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and sometimes, sometimes um, this close up again, I, this today's close up, there's a deadline. I get the script and I've got, I've got to get it done like within an hour and then wait around for them. Wait, wait, wait for them to say, okay. Other stuff they'll say, um, okay, here's the stuff. Here's the, the visual, here's the script. And we need it by day after tomorrow at the latest. And usually I'll, if I can, I'll just do it right away. I did do one where um, this first thing I mentioned for NHK, um, we would do it live basically. Um, we would do it on Zoom, we, like you and I are talking, and I would, I'm trying to think how I did it. Maybe I used two computers, and I would record, we would have the Zoom meeting on, on one, and then I would record on another computer, and they could hear what I was saying. And so it was literally live. There are other ways to do it. But uh, anyway, that's the way we did that. We ended up stopping doing that because it was a hell of a lot of pressure on me to get everything running and working right. And yeah, I, anyway, what, we've, what we do now is I'll just do it when I get the script and they'll check it and they'll say, okay, can you change this part? Can you add this part? And then go back. But uh, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's, it's changed and the world has changed. And in some parts, thankfully, are actually for the better. Like this thing I mentioned, I doubt that we'll go back to a studio because there's no point. Because they have to hire a studio for three, three, four hundred dollars for something I, I'm doing myself or I'm, we, we do we do offline, you know, we. Right. And the thing is, I'm not. I'm not tooting my horn it's just it's it's the same thing and it sounds the same yeah and wow. you know it's it's convenient for them that's the other thing i realized is that this coordinator she's like okay great i'll, I'll check it tomorrow morning okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful yeah and it and i and i realized i talked to somebody just yesterday who's still doing the female version but he's like yeah i have to go to such and such a studio it's kind of a pain and great <laughs> really i see oh okay so that wow. part of it's changed and, yeah um yeah well i mean <clears throat> and the whole thing of uh like broadcast news um you'll see stuff on cnn or, or whatever well they'll have a guest and it used to be they would go into some studio with some fake background or whatever now they just do a zoom you know they if, and varying quality sometimes it looks good and sometimes it doesn't you know, right <laughs> the guy with the, the the guy doing talking about north korea and his kids come into his office and start playing around i don't know if you ever saw that hilarious video 
because you know very serious talking about north or north korean aggression then these kids come in and start playing around that's funny yeah and you know and i i know some anchors that they say oh yeah it's never going back you know there's, there's no point and i can see it from my little vantage point is that like I said, there's no point in, in renting a studio and gathering everybody. And whereas, you know, we send out the information, I do it here, make changes. It takes a little longer because if there's a change or if there's a mistake or something, you know, have to redo it. But uh, gee, and it's safer. It's safer. Yeah, I've, that's true. I've been, I've done some live shots, you know, some movies and dramas and stuff and not good. Not good. Not safe. Not safe at all. Uh, what are some uh, other favorite projects you worked on? I was in uh, Shin Gojira, the new-ish Godzilla oh, film. Yeah, that was um, fun, entertaining. I remember Higuchi-san, the director, was uh, literally had a stopwatch when we <laughs> did the take. Oh my gosh. And I, I say that it's slightly derisively when I first when that first happened, but I had a well, let's say I had a couple of days. They ended up, of course, editing crap yeah. out of it. But um, I understand now. You know, I do understand that. Um, because of the way the film was put together, very fast-paced on purpose, not yeah. so much um not just thrill thrill-wise, but um, you know, it's slant on the government. And just the fact that it was this massive hit here uh, was kind of, kind of, kind of fun. And, you know, I've, my part in it was so tiny, but uh, yeah. And just being this, a Godzilla is really cool. Yeah, in some ways. And I got to know, I mentioned uh, Nick Cage. That was, uh, he, he said to me, oh yeah, you play, you play, you play like a, the secretary or something. I'm like, a president or something like yeah yeah turns out he's this huge godzilla fan oh huge yeah yeah so i don't he wouldn't mind me telling the story we he 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 was here two years ago and um he wanted to go to toei studios the toho sorry toho toho they're real similar in the names yeah. so that's they, they made uh godzilla the original godzilla and uh all the um all the uh seven samurai what's his name kurosawa all the kurosawa films or no not all not all kurosawa got started there i should say so anyway might, maybe this is interesting to you um when he was here he really wanted to see it i was like yeah 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 okay fine and i i know the people at toho i had done a promotion thing for them so and right. uh, i managed to put, put together like a private little tour for him and uh he, he was like well i want to see where it was shot and, and I re was remembering that some of the times we had a couple of parties and we went out a couple of times and he had either a gam gamera on, and I'm showing my ignorance here or a Godzilla t-shirt on, you know, <laughs> so he gets there and he's like, yeah, I want to see the studio. And I, I think in his mind, the sets were still standing, you know, from 1953 or whatever. Amazing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> production wrap like seven, 60 years ago or yeah, a very like long that. time ago yeah but 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 Amazing. i i did mention to the the guy my the guy i knew there and he took us to the props department and there's a very crucial prop in the film 
and they still had that thing and it literally was under plexiglass and so he got to see that and i think maybe <laughs> or something so that, that was is really cool. cool yeah it was kind of cool but i like i said i <laughs> i think he was envisioning that the props were that the sets were still standing no <laughs> that's cool you got to meet nick cage at all that that is well yeah we well we had some scenes together and yeah uh, yeah i've seen him a couple of times he, he's a good guy he's a good guy he's he's very that's good. genuine he's genuinely a nice guy good he's, he's, he seems like it and he is that's the thing okay that that's very very good i know some actors are not very friendly yep no he's <laughs> he's he's very good people yeah yeah wow so yeah, any I other think... any other projects that you really really liked that you can think of off the top of like your head let's see i did a yeah i did a um something that was um a manga actually hmm. it's called moguro no uta which was is a the mole sings as in the the snitch sings it was a, a print manga and they made it into a movie they've made three and i was in the third one just hmm. recently it was shot during covid um yeah and i played a mafiosa i played a yeah a heavy a heavier kind of a spooky guy and that was a lot of fun i i learned italian the oh. italian for it and worked hard on a sicilian accent that was kind of fun no it, it was all in all I, I i really enjoyed that actually that's amazing um i, I do i do different different acting roles like i, I was in a independent film called uh, woman in the chair which was is still in production i guess technically they're still working on some things but it was we were doing that as co here again covid covid now as covid was exploding but that was a lot of fun it was a horror film yeah and uh I was doing that at the same time I was doing the the Nick Cage film so it was interesting <laughs> it was like two different extremes you know i i do I do a fair amount of stuff for for NHK, which is um, NHK dramas, and because I do voice narration work for them and and acting work are completely different, literally different staffs. Um, one does not help the other at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess on the other side of the t the coin, uh, what was what's some of your least favorite or alternatively most challenging projects you've worked on it's a good question um don't want to give too many details but i think i told you i was um at a big huge speech i was asked to memorize or learn and it was way way too much to, to ask someone even regardless if it's their native tongue or not a few days before oh, yeah. uh, like a five minute scene or no seven minute scene five minute monologue and they did they did let people read it but it was like what, what are you thinking um i did a, an uh, anime i was given the script literally the night before and i recorded it the next day all of my lines were in japanese and it was a substantial number of lines and uh yeah it was it was not good it was it was not good because anyway you've they've already got most of the the visuals at least set so you've got 
when I was saying before around eight seconds, no, 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 8.2 seconds, no more, no less. It's gotta be, it's gotta fit in. And most of the time it's a rush to get them to fit in. That was, that was not, I, that was not, not a good one. That was, <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Not, not too many. That's um, a good thing. It's a good thing if, if yeah. you can't think of any bad experiences. Yeah. Um, I've had challenging ones where um, I had a lot of dialogue to uh, to to memorize, and uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's a challenge. I mean, yeah. Jap Japanese is 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 gen not that difficult to say, but when you have to say a lot of it and quickly. Yeah, and if it's unfamiliar terms, and regardless of what language it is, you know that's not so easy. Yeah, I trip over my own tongue speaking English. Slip. Yeah, that's what I see. people say. Well, how many languages do you speak? I say, uh, I try to speak English. Yeah, <laughs> still working on it. Still working on it. Yeah, who do you look up to in like your general field of work, be it acting or photography? Uh, who who generally like inspi inspires you? That's a good question. David Yamashita, he's a photographer for uh, National Geographic. I actually had the, oh. I was lucky enough to meet him once. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he was here, it was right around the time Obama was elected president. Hmm. I remember that because he he predicted it. <laughs> so that would have been about 2008. Um, actors, uh, ooh, a little old, but Robert De Niro, I think is hmm. just fantastic um excellent actor yep yep uh let's see ken watanabe I'll, I'll say him he uh i worked with him and i learned a lot from that guy he <laughs> just just little things about um working with a camera uh, i'll give you a real specific example when they say action especially if it's like in the middle of a, of a scene um you're you're kind of starting from nowhere <laughs> and um He'll as it uh, as they're as they're kind of counting down to starting. They'll go, Japanese they'll go, Yui, Toto. It's like and action. When they're saying and, he'll start speaking like the line before to give it to you to kind oh. of prime prime you. So in other words, <clears throat> the idea is, um, for for a take or something. A lot of the time. I'll, I'll start moving and moving my legs and halfway walking even before they say action because of course they're going to edit it but a lot of the time and you'll see it in a film or tv show or something you can tell people have just started walking whereas the scene is like in the middle of the scene so he he kind of primes the other guy to to get you going so that when they when the action comes it's already started and already been moving and that was a little thing but um Makes it yeah, it makes a big difference, and it and it kind of gets you going and gets gets you moving. And this this can be the, this is the same for for voice stuff. It's not just on camera. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. So, wow. Yeah, I'd say Ken. Yeah, I'd say Ken. He's and he's a good guy. Yeah, he's big. He's a, a large person. Because <laughs> I I am I'm 188 centimeters, about six one between six one and six two, and and he is too. And for oh, um, wow. about that size. And in Japan. <clears throat> when I first came here, I couldn't buy clothes off off the rack. Shoes were a serious problem. 
So yeah. yeah, and now I'm just under the gun. The Japanese are getting bigger because clothes. I can just get clothes now. <laughs> not a wide variety, but um, and yeah. he's the same. And I said, "Where did you get your clothes?" And yeah, it was a pain. I had to go special places and pay a lot of money. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, what do you do to warm up? I had a. Uh, I was lucky enough in college to have a, uh, a former silver screen star. Her name was Jean Muir, and she taught me. I am the very model of a modern major general. I have information in the vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the queens of I know the kings of England, and I quote the fights historical from Marathon to Waterloo in order categorical. And that's from uh, Pirates of Penzance, it's Gilbert and Sullivan thing. And I, it's just a it's an actual song, but I learned that and other just tongue twisters and stuff to get my mouth warmed up. I like to go on the set uh, and get comfortable with it. Um, as far as uh, reading stuff, um, I, boy, I get that script and I go through it. I, I, I read it up and down, backwards and forwards. Um, uh, I make sure timing, I, I, I practice. I, I know a couple of other people that will just show up and wing it and even like little widget jobs, no. No, 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 you, that, no, no, you don't do that. You, yeah. you prepare, you prepare. And once you get there, and if, it, if it's an accent thing, then you let it go. You've done all your prep, you, you're, you're, you're comfortable with it. You've learned it, you've memorized it. And then you can let it go and let it be spontaneous and, and flow. But as far as others, you, you, do, you do your homework. You got to do it, got to do it. I'm, I'm I'm shocked that people um, that people don't prepare. Some people, some people. I'll give you a really quick example. I worked for this company one time, and <clears throat> again, it was kind of like a widget a widget description job. And this woman would be very fastidious about sending people a physical script. And if if they had it, they would be like a, a DVD of the visuals, but would go out of her way to send people. A script and this woman not only didn't look at the script she didn't even bring that script with her and showed up at the studio and the agent person was furious and the client was livid and they fired her on the spot and uh, never worked for her again this woman has lived here for a long time and i guess a veteran as it were but i was like that wasn't very smart <laughs> <laughs> if somebody sends you posts you a script they want you to prepare it yeah, <laughs> and expect you to prepare it. And you know, it's, it's not that hard. This is, you know, this isn't, this isn't splitting atoms here. It's not, uh, it's not that difficult. You've, you, you know, like I said, if somebody puts time into helping you prepare, then you should prepare. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I, I'm shocked and I'll say this, especially the foreigners here that just kind of just kind of show up. Yeah. And, and nowadays people rarely will, will post you something like a script. Everything's digital, but still <laughs> send yeah. it to you. You damn well better be prepared. Yeah, gotta gotta do your homework. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And it, and you know, like I said, once you do, once you do your homework, then when you are doing the, the, the 
the, the home bond, the performance, the, the live thing, then you can let it go and, and, and use, use a, a sense of doing it live or for the first time, whatever. Yeah. But you can't do that if, you, if, you, if you're not prepared, I don't think. Right. Yeah. And then um, what do you do in your free time? Uh, like I said, I, I enjoy gardening. I like to cook. Um, Sorry, did I ask that already? No, no, no. I I said that in the beginning. What, what okay. are my hobbies? No, don't worry about it. Uh, I enjoy watching. Um, I, I'm into documentaries for some reason. I, I've been recently watching uh, a lot of space documentaries like Voyages to the Planets. The, the James Webb oh. Space Telescope has really got my interest. Um, you know that what that is that that new huge yeah successor to the Hubble that they they've launched um, yeah my birthday is July twentieth which is the day they set foot on the moon so I've been a, a bit of a space guy but even before that I, I I remember as a kid I was I was really into the the moon race yeah I uh, I fly drones that is oh. kind of uh, uh an offshoot of being a photographer um yeah i've spent a little too much money on them <laughs> i haven't done much since covid because just feeling i shouldn't be going outside unless i can justify it and uh, yeah uh, but uh yeah i enjoy that but like i said I, that's cool i have to admit i say oh it's for photography but the <laughs> the truth is they're fun they're, they're just fun. fun yeah have you ever flown one no, but I, I've watched friends fly them and they, they oh, seem like a, they're really cool. Oh, you should. Oh, you should. They're, they're, they're great fun. They're, they're amazing technology. So for some wrap-up questions, um, if you had the chance to voice any character or be on any project, what would you choose? Oh, boy. That's a, that's a good question. Oh, geez. I'll, I'll just... The first thing that popped into my head just now is... Um, I'll just say acting wise, they, the, the, the movie Amadeus was originally uh, uh, a stage play. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie or the stage play, but there's a really great part in that. And that's Salieri. It's not Mozart. It's Salieri. It's the other guy mm. that I would love to do that someday. I kind of identify with that <laughs> voicing something. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'd have to get back to you on that. I, I haven't thought about that. To be the, honest with the, you. the one I hear the most is the Simpsons. Ah, okay. <laughs> I've, I've had more than one person tell me the Simpsons just kind of off the top of the head. Like I talked to Eric Kelso and that's what yeah, he told me yeah. was the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, if, if, uh, yeah, that, Okay. I would I would say South Park. So I, it would be fun to be on South Park. That's maybe kind of where I'm at. Kind of not 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 to dismirch Eric, who's a good guy. Uh, but I'm <laughs> well yeah. loved talking to him. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. Yeah, I've known him for quite a while. I don't get to see him much at all, which is a yeah. Of, just yeah, uh, yeah. the way everyone always tells me because I talk to I don't know. Do you know Ward Sexton? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's just the, they always tell me it's kind of everyone knows everyone. <laughs> It's yeah, not, it not is a, a bit of, of a small world. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a small world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Voice, voice wise, we don't see each other that much. Um, actors, we do a bit, a bit more. What are, what projects are you 
presently working on or like what's on the general horizon for uh child lover uh, uh i've got something in the works a possible thing with nhk and i literally don't know much about it other than it's part of someone in angst that's <laughs> all i was told um i've got an indie thing probably coming up in may mm. and i know even less about that <laughs> Um, I'm going to be producing more of my visual things. I've been kind of trying to preserve a bunch of my old visual stuff and <clears throat> I've got my film scanner working again. So I've got a lot of images that I, I need to do stuff with, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but, uh, I've got some ideas about, uh, some travel log things to do, hmm. um, going to pursue that more. Um, I'm a little late to the game, but uh, I've got a project that I'm hoping to get a producer on. It's about a very dysfunctional family that <clears throat> actually COVID is a godsend and that they don't like to be together. So the only way they can be together is through Zoom because of COVID. And then they realize, well, actually, we kind of like it like this. <laughs> so, But yeah, I'm hoping that it's a biracial family. So I'm hoping to get that moving again it's been stopped it's stopping and starting but hopefully it'll yeah. get moving again uh what words of uh wisdom do you have for anyone that's either looking to get into voice work or photography what what words of wisdom do you have for listeners uh okay the photography is pretty much easy and that is tell the camera what to do don't just point and shoot you're the master of the camera people a lot of the time just easy to say put it in automatic literally and uh, they're saying well that's not what my eye saw well of course you gotta tell the camera what to do um as far as voice work i would say uh stick with it stay at it um one of the best things you can do is record yourself and listen as painful as it might be uh you learn a lot by back in radio days we'd call it a uh, air check you know record yourself and listen and <clears throat> not so much in to say oh i sound great or oh i sound terrible but oh i can learn from that that's i yeah. think one of the best things you can do um yeah learn learn by what you what you don't i um, i talked a lot about uh, preparing and it's it's uh a friend of mine once said you know the enemy of good is 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 better that you never stop but in some ways that's not such a bad thing is, is that yeah. you, you you learn you learn and uh it's never going to be perfect but you you can keep striving to to improve and that's how you keep things fresh if you i've got this program where i say the same thing for a minute every single time and they're like well we can use the one from before and i'm like well no let's do it again and let me do it again and maybe a little tiny little different nuance can be better and to keep it fresh and uh you know as as we change as people um we learn things about the world about ourselves and that is reflected in how we talk to each other or if you're narrating a, an anime or something you know it's it's the same dynamic is that it keeps it fresh it makes it new and it ultimately it makes it maybe interesting for people that are listening 
um, anything you want to advertise? Anything that's a free, free chance to plug something? Uh, sure. This film uh, I talked about, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. It's uh, my sister saw it. She it was uh, debuted at Sundance actually a year ago. Ooh. Yeah, got good reaction. And it, apparently it's on Amazon Prime. So you don't have to pay money <laughs> if you've got Amazon Prime. Yeah. To see it. it it's actually pretty good. It's it's interesting. And I would say that to you, you to if you have a chance to see it, check it out. It's interesting. I play a character named Enoch. So I'm the okay. leader of the ghost land. And that's it's really- it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sure, taking sure. time out of your busy schedule sure, to sure. talk to me. You have an excellent rest of your day and stay safe out there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I actually have to run to the dentist right now. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Great to talk to you. you. Thank you to Charles for taking the time to do this interview. And thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please be sure to rate this podcast five stars and subscribe via your favorite podcast app to know first when an episode is posted. If you want to hear more info about English doves, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Yui Haruhara. Here's my guest next time on English VoiceOver in Asia. I'm Darren Cleveland. If you're an actor that has worked in Asia and would like to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to yuiharuhara at gmail.com. If you're a listener and would like to know when I have upcoming guests, please follow me on Twitter at yuiharuhara or stay tuned to my YouTube community tab. From there, you'll be able to ask guests questions that may be featured in their interview. Until next time, take care.